Welcome back to Bold of You to Say. We're back with another episode. We bring the heat. You know how it is. We bring the heat. We're back with another episode. This week we talked about litter boxes. Are they in schools? The answer, the answer is no. no. Uh, we talked about other things. We talked about everything, everywhere, all at once. The movie that came out this year, it's about the multiverse, and it's pretty good. It's really good. There are timestamps listed out in the description, so you can skip around if you want, if you want to skip a certain part, or if you just can't wait to get to a certain part. Uh, it's listed out. Mm, use it if you want, or don't. It can't stop you from I doing anything. I control you. Yeah, we I don't, don't. Quite frankly, don't you are a free you. person. Uh, leave us a review on Podchaser. That's like an IMDb type site for your podcasts. And leave us a positive review. And if it, if you don't like the show and you want to leave a negative review, this is what I have to say. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. We'll see who cancels who, mother f- f- fucker. It's <laughs> a lot of thinking just to, just to opt for the swear word. Yeah. Or you could leave us like a neutral review. Yeah, if you want to, you know, if you have tepid feelings towards us, I guess th- th- reflect that in the number of stars. Personalities, you know, I get it. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, if you have three <laughs> star feelings towards us, maybe actually keep that to yourself. You know, yeah, we, actually, we don't want to weigh down don't the drag reviews. Us down, Alex. We don't we don't want to weigh down our average? You know, if you just want to point out that we're humans and we talk, that's yeah. fair. If you like it, then good. If not. Man. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. Also, you're ugly, you're disgusting, I'm gonna kill you, give me $200. Let's jump into it. Let's jump right into it. Into my butthole. Yeah, what's it, what, Marcus, what's his name? Marcus Fuckajamama? No, that's not it. <laughs> um, I want to say like Marcus Aurelius, but he was a well. You got his Roman video dude. up right there. Not anymore. Oh. He's gone now. He's gone now. Well, anyway, I remember seeing a lot of his videos on TikTok like a year ago. Maybe it's just he's just good. It's just I don't know the and way. Then, but then, like everyone just decided that they hate him one day. And like, Why? I get it because he's like really like awkward on camera. And there was there were other reasons that I don't remember. But like the one that everyone made fun of him for was the video showing off his girlfriend. Yeah, dude, that was a good one. And then everyone um, was like duetting it and adding to it. They built a whole <laughs> narrative around it. It's great. It's, it was amazing. I don't I don't I don't see a reason to hate him, though. There I there were reasons. I don't remember what they were, but mm. Yeah, uh, I'm indifferent, hmm. I guess. Yeah. Whatever reason that I didn't like him, I don't remember beyond him being just a weirdo. But <laughs> weirdo. Just the vibes are off. But I don't oh, remember okay. what my other reasons were. His so girlfriend also seems like a weirdo. She looked like a hostage. I think, I don't know. I just, like, I get the feeling that she looks always scared. looks like that. I get yeah. the feeling she always, and, like. Some people are like, like that. I get. I imagine their conversations are like, "Good morning. How are you? I'm good." Yeah, I'm like it's like a eating. business transaction. Oh, nice. What are you eating? Some waffles. Yeah. Oh, cool. And yeah. that's like silence for 15 <laughs> minutes. Yeah, dude, it's crazy how quickly the internet can just decide to hate someone. It's not. It's kind of. Do you know who Jake Novak is? Uh, no. Um, 
have you been on TikTok a lot? Like, I deleted TikTok deleted because TikTok. I was I was spending about like eight hours a day on it. And now, how many hours do you spend watching TikToks on YouTube? Actually, I cut that out. Now I just watch meme compilations. <laughs> great, <laughs> progressing ever so sideways. Nothing, That's great. Nothing, nothing, nothing has changed. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny because when I worked, like I would hardly spend time on my phone, and like sometimes I'd forget it at home. Like it was like. Like, I did not depend on my phone at all. Mm-hmm. And now that, like, it would tell me, like, oh, your screen time went went down by 15 minutes, uh, going from, like, like three hours a day to th- two hours and 45 minutes. Yeah. Your gain sounds a little high on your microphone, if you want to adjust the knob. You sound a little, little, you sound a little high. Let me get to my, fuck, not Hulu. Don't, don't do it on the computer. Adjust the knob on the microphone. That's what I'm doing. I need to get the I'm just really close to the mic. Yeah, that's fine. You just have to compensate. How about about now? How is this? How is this? That sounds better. Okay, cool. I, uh, I just like, I just breathed on the, on the knob and it was like, okay. Yeah. It's a really sensitive knob. It's really touchy. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? Yeah. So screen time, it's funny going from like, you spend three hours a day on your phone to you spend 12 hours. (laughs) doing like it's it's weird because it's like actually nothing it's actually i'm doing bullshit yeah like nothing yeah. i'm like biding my time until i go to school yeah it's it's like counting the number of hours you wear a watch it's like sure it's a lot of hours but it's like and how would you know how many hours if you don't have a watch yeah yeah that says a lot about that got you you know that says a lot about the society in which we live we live in a society we do we do live in a society i will stand by that um no um i was saying though do you do you know who so you don't know jake novak no so he was he's like a tiktok slash youtube creator guy and like his whole thing was making like music video kind of okay. like sketch things yeah just real like banal millennial shit yeah um but he did like a few like political things here and there he did one a while ago it might have been after the uh the the shooting in uvaldi but mm-hmm. he did like a uh, a song about like children dying in schools and like that one didn't get a lot of traction until people like dug it up after he like blew up on TikTok. But the video that oh. got him famous on TikTok was his like audition video to get on SNL. Is he on SNL now? No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, they're between seasons right now. Um, but like, so they lost like half their cast uh, at the end of this last season. Uh, oh, Pete really? Davidson is leaving. Uh, Ad Bryan is leaving. A uh, few people, few few other people are leaving. Uh, so they're having a lot of like openings, and so he made this video, like it's like a, a music thing, kind of. Let me see if I can find it actually, because like it's so like it's cringy, but it's yeah. the kind of like video that if it was just made five years earlier. It would be great. Like everyone would love it. Yeah. It's like that like mid twenty tens quirky shit, you know? Hold on. 
Let me just let me go on. You said TikTok. Jake Novak. Yeah, Jake Novak. If I just look him up on TikTok, I'm... I want to be yeah, the next SNL cast member, and here's why I should be a contender. Hi, Lauren Michaels, I'm Jake Novak, and I know that you're feeling the heat because your roster lost Kate Kyle, 80 MP. That means you got an open seat, and I feel loud to be feeling it because when it comes to comedy songs, I kind of been killing it. See weekly music videos, I'm a jam, bruh. I'm a rapid rhyming hammy nerd like Lin-Manuel Miranda mixed with Sammy Berg. But haven't you heard, I'm more than a rapper. I'm an actor, too, so here's a couple of nice guys getting their jackets. After you. After you. After you. After you. After you. After you've seen that scene, I mean, I'm in, right? But I've been sitting on the ringer. In addition to the spitting, I'm a hell of a singer. I could be bouncing out on Broadway. So that's about half of the video. That's about half of the video. And actually, so yesterday, ago, yesterday um, marks two months since that video was posted. And he has not posted since then because the reaction was so, like, insanely negative. Oh my god. Yeah. Poor guy. Dude, so oh. that that video like blew up and it got him so much attention and like ev- everyone has just been hating on him. And then there's Why? like because it's just what people do. How dare he try to audition for SNL? Like I I don't like it. Like it comes off as like like annoying theater kid energy. But like Okay. You know, I it's it's not like he's hurting anyone. No, he's tr- what like I don't okay. Literally, CNN did a story on it too ten days ago. Oh, they did about uh, like three weeks after everyone else talked about it. Of course. Hang on, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this. But like video essay channels and like like commentary channels, um, I should say, have been doing like like autopsies on his like internet career. Yeah. Wait, hold on a sec. What? Oh, I see why people hate this. Oh, you're you're watching the video? I mean, it's just like a clip. Oh. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I get what people are saying. Like, there's, like, style there, but no substance. It's just, yeah. I don't know. It's It has the same level of artistic, like, depth as, like, a Saturday morning or a, a Sunday, uh, like, newspaper comic. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like it's yeah. not it's it's one of the less harmful pieces of art being like, made. I don't get what's up with people just like trying to drag this dude down. Like Yeah, I mean it's That's so mean. <laughs> the funny thing is the the thing that makes it really hilarious to me at least is I don't know how long ago it was. Let me see if I can find it. But he made uh like a music video thing. I think the the title of it was I Wanna Be Cancelled. Oh, so like the uh, the oh here it is. It's a second video. Why is there? Oh, the sound was removed. That's weird, huh? Well, anyway, so the sound it, it was basically the the plot of the song is like oh I'm a, I'm a struggling actor and I want to you know I want to be in the limelight I want attention and like the the quickest way to do that is to get canceled for something and. <laughs> I don't see the connection there. And the monkey's paw curls. I don't, because usually when you get canceled, it's the lack of attention, like the lack of, like you don't want that kind of attention. That's the issue. Well, it's like how there's no such thing as bad press. No, there, there is. Oh, there, no. The- no, there is, but people think that there's, uh, 
no such thing as bad press. You know, the types that like sell their souls for the entertainment industry. Dude, I cannot stand those people. I really can't. Uh, I don't know. It's just like there's a level of like, like you understand that your actions have repercussions, right? Yeah. Like. Also, you have to have a career to get canceled. That's true. Um, I don't know. I feel like the cancel thing. I've, I don't like when people are like cancel culture. It's like. It's um, just people deciding that they don't like you. It's just like, for instance, with like business stuff. It's literally people just being like, hey, I'm not going to buy this product if you if you have this person. Or yeah, if, if, if you person. if you go on about the free market and the free market of ideas and, and all that and you also complain about cancel culture, like pick one. Yeah. Do you care um, about people having the choice or do you want them to be forced to to consume like, your art? Like what is like your I, solution? What well, is your solution to supposed cancel culture? So it's just like in Star Trek. Um, it's just like Star Trek. It's just like in Star Trek. Uh, I remember seeing this clip from Star Trek um, where Jordy is talking to some other dude. And there was some issue. I forget. But Jordy was just like, hey, man, whatever you do on your own time is your business. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, now it's not like that. It's like, no, if you're a neo-Nazi on the <laughs> on the down, like on your free time. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. that that reminds me. Um, and I I, I was going to plug this video and recommendations of the week, but um, do you know the YouTuber Tom Nicholas? No. Uh, he does. He has three hundred sixty-seven thousand uh, subscribers. He does uh, video essays, basically on like different political ideas. He did one on think tanks. Mm -hmm. uh, he did one called "How Rich Countries Stole the World's Vaccines." He did one on the metaverse. He actually, oh, he did a video on cancel culture. That's that's cool. It's it's not in my history. I'll, I'll watch that later. Anyway, he did one about Elon Musk. Uh, it's called Why Elon Musk Couldn't Save Free Speech. And it's a great video. Kind of goes over a lot of what we've been saying. Yeah. But he, in the video, it's like an hour long. He actually goes into like the history of like the town square. Because like people keep using that word and not yeah. entirely understanding the meaning of it. Because mm -hmm. like the town square, if you go back to like the days of the town square, if you go back to like, you know, like two, three hundred years ago, like before mass communication, it was just a void to like yell your thoughts into. And people understood that their thoughts were essentially meaningless. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, pretty much. If you much. go back further, like like 1600s, further back, I mean, you I'm know, gonna, like, like, I just imagine like back like during feudalism, like, like back like before the invention of democracy or whatever, like people understood like, yeah, there's the king and like the shit that he says matters, like as far as it affecting our lives. Yeah. We can complain about the price of bread all we want, like amongst ourselves, but yeah. we know that like we can't change shit. Wait, is Pete Davidson still dating Kim Kardashian? They broke up. Oh. Okay. But what a fucking legend. Yeah, I don't know what that has to do with the the story I was weaving. <laughs> I, I, it's just like you see someone like like someone like Pete Davidson. And you see that he probably fucked Ariana Ariana Grande and oh, yeah, he now did. Kim Kardashian. Like and Kim Kardashian, and I'm like, there's hope. 
for whatever <laughs> reason, these women chose him. I he must he must be just that funny. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like if you can bag one, like one like beautiful celebrity as just a schlubby dude, like once you get like two, three, you can kind of coast on that and like be the guy, right? That dude. You can yeah. be that dude. I feel like and it's then, like a and line then if now. you are another one of these attractive celebrities, you kind of want to get with them to be like a part in, of the club, a part of that story, basically. Well, I just feel like there's a line now of just like, uh, like I'll I'll become a self-made billionaire. I'll I'll make a rap album. I'll fuck Pete Davidson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he must be hung i feel like he has a big penis well ariana grande like said that he does but then in the netflix special that he did like like immediately after that well not immediately like the one that he did after that he talked about how like that was a lie (laughs) and she said it just so anyone else that he's with is disappointed (laughs) that's classic which that's, that's devious. Classic. That's great. That's, ooh, but like, if you are the Pete Davidson guy, like if you are the guy that can somehow get with these attractive women, like, like there's this mythology built around you. Cause it's like, yeah. what does he have that we don't like? What's, what's his secret. And then he kind of becomes the target. Like he becomes yeah. the person that you want to bag. <laughs> it's Hell, a weird point, dynamic. At this point, I'd fuck Pete Davidson. Yeah. Yeah, no, I just I, I want to know what's I, I want to know what's going just, going on listen, over there. I'm as straight as the day is long, but I just need to know what the fuss is about. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, is this it, this okay, free speech video is, was great. So like, yeah, people used to realize like, yeah, like yeah, sure, free say, speech, whatever. Like, it, it, well, yeah. free speech wasn't even like uh, an idea yet, but like people understood like yeah i can yell about this thing however much i want but like it's probably not going to change much and then you know things progress the video goes into into detail about it it's really it's a good watch but now people act like they are not only like like the first amendment says congress shall make no law abridging free speech basically Mm -hmm. so that's what's called a negative freedom they can't take it away from you like the congress can't say you can't do this they don't say you can do anything. They just say yeah. that they can't take this. Uh, they can't make a law saying you can't. Like, I you know, can't go so. to the Capitol and say, I have an AK-47 and we'll yeah. shoot everyone on site. There are limits. There and are I reasonable say, limits. I don't actually have an, uh, in case they're listening, I don't have an AK-47. I'm not, I live in Michigan. I'm not even close to the Capitol. Um, I don't want to do that. That's something That's I That's not even the not number one do. reason that it's not going to happen. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, okay, but anyway, now like free speech is so ingrained in our society, even though it's like the extent to which it's codified is like the government, just the government cannot censor you like yeah. without, you know, a, you know a, like, like a, a reasonable, really good fucking reason. reason. Yeah. Like, you know, death threats, etc. Yeah. You smelly. But like people seem to think that they are owed not only the right to say what they want, but also an audience. Yeah. They think yeah. that they are owed people listening to what they have to say and they are yeah. owed everyone listening and not yeah. saying anything to rebut what they say. Yeah. 
like, yeah, I can say whatever I want, but if you have any criticisms of it, keep your mouth fucking shut. Mm -hmm. It's wild. It's nuts. It's Um, it's wild. It's fucking millennials. And then Matt Walsh did a, he made a video, like the title was something along the lines of I'm being silenced. And it has the, well, the last screenshot that I saw, it had nearly a million views. Yeah. Yeah. And he's one of the Daily Wire guys. So like he's being extremely platformed. Like, unreasonably platformed. Mm -hmm. But no, he's being silenced. No, he's being... By my new book, I I am being silenced. Like, whenever someone... That's the thing I like, too. Not only do they think they're owed an audience, but whenever someone's, like, just suggesting that maybe they not say something... Yeah, that's cancel culture. It's not that someone's suggesting, hey, you know... Maybe you shouldn't say that races, certain races are inferior to other races. And they're like, I'm being silenced. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm not stopping. It's literally you from more it. speech. You should love that. Yeah. This <laughs> is, this is more free market of ideas. Oh, dude. It just, it's just like in Star Trek. Um, it's just like Star Trek. It's just like Star Trek. It is exactly like Star just Trek. Like Star Trek. Oh, man. I just, like, every single time I get a news alert on my phone, I'm like, please. I just, I'm waiting for the headline, Donald Trump arrested by FBI. Yeah. I saw. We're trying. I don't remember if it was on Twitter or TikTok, but someone was like, dude, the funniest thing that Donald Trump could do right now is die. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) like obviously i don't wish death on anyone Uh, ideally every person would live forever and we'd sing kumbaya and hold hands and and we'd all suck each other off but you know we're living in the real world okay yeah and that would be funny fucking child (sighs) dude i i think this came out like the day of or the day after we recorded last episode um but did you see that trump supposedly had like nuclear documents at mar-a-lago oh, i've known that yeah yeah i i don't think i knew that uh last week and so like i was kind of like oh well okay i was hoping it was like something deeper than that like like secret shit that people get assassinated for knowing yeah um but no just nuclear stuff um it's classified and it's funny because like it's not even aliens it's not even aliens. It's not even Star Trek. It's not even anything fun. No. It's not even like Elvis is still alive. Yeah. You know. Don't know why they would have to assassinate your Fennel. Well, well maybe that, that's but. maybe it could still be that. You know, maybe they're keeping him alive with a nuclear generator. Also, why would they okay, if it's something super secret, why would they like advertise what it is? You know what I well, mean? It, why would they be like Well, we got like, that information from the Warren. And we don't even have any specific information on what they were looking well, for. Uh, well, like nuclear stuff, right? But like, what if they're like, he stole the documents about what really happened to JFK? <laughs> yeah. As that, like, wait, something other than what we think happened to JFK happened? Wouldn't it be great if that was how the warrant was worded too? <laughs> it's the stuff that we keep away from the sheeple, man. It's the thing. Listen, it's... <laughs> No, no, no. It should be it should be like not proof that the moon landing was fake. <laughs> Definitely stole, not that. He stole the documents about how the moon is just a hologram. Yeah. <laughs> I also oh saw since we recorded 
Trump said that the stuff that he took, well, one, he said it was planted, and two, he said uh, he actually He's been did take it. on that. Yeah, He's it was. Fl- these documents that were planted were also taken home by him, but it's okay because they were declassified because he thought that they were, and so they were. Well, it's funny because all these politicians are now like, let us see the affidavits, let's see the warrants, let's see blah, blah, blah. Give us the information and let us look at Trump the Trump could release the warrant. Let us look at the classified information and we'll tell you how big of a deal this is. And the yeah. FBI Well, is Trump like, could release the warrant. He has a copy of it. He does. Yeah. Merrick Garland's been a genius with this. Like, I, I don't know. Anyway, like, the ball is like, in their court. It really is. And so it's, it's like... And they're, like, holding it behind their back. Like, where's the ball? There's no ball. <laughs> I don't see a ball. Well, here's what some, like, congressmen... I think Antifa happen. took the ball. Here's, here's what some, like, <laughs> like some congressmen want to happen. They, they're like, FBI... Just to show us, these politicians, the information stored inside these classified nuclear documents, and we'll tell you if it's a big deal. Yeah. First off, Absolutely like any insane. of them are smart enough to understand nuclear physics. Yeah. And second off, no, that's not how this shit works. Yeah, it's like walking into NASA and being like, hey, let me check your math. Hang on. <laughs> Let me see if this rocket really does get to the moon. It's like fucking the. It's like a guy who's like just kind of decent at Jenga, going to NASA and being like, "Let me look at your space crane here." It's Hmm. like if you were paying for a surgery, let's just say, and you were not a medical professional, but you could still deem it not medically necessary. See, this is what I mean. It's like, like the White that House completely needs- wild made up situation that totally this doesn't is, happen. This is what I mean. The White House needs to have like a a, a comedian on hand. So like. Yeah, like, they need the someone. Like, they need a they need a, a, a jester. They need a court they need jester. Us. They need me and you. Because like. Wingus and dingus. They need they need a court jester. Someone who has complete like diplomatic immunity, immunity. can't be can't be can make fun can't of face repercussions for yeah. their criticisms and stuff you know they can't do the same shit they did to julian assange and this guy needs full free reign to just be like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> not, not only that i just like we need a comedian. and we should we should let him knock some heads yeah for sure just for fun a, nothing lethal just a little like- just a little three stooges action we need a comedian in the Oval Office so that when someone's just like, Mr. President, these politicians want to see these secret nuclear documents. This dude can just be like, yeah, like they'll be able to understand it. Yeah. <laughs> the, like, what they, what they you, need I'm is, sorry. What they need You're is the Obama anger translator. Show, yeah, pretty much. Show me your, show me your degree in, in nuclear physics. Yeah. And then I'll let you see the- Pronounce like, nuclear on. and I'll let you look at it. Pronounce nuclear. Pronounce nu- nuclear. Nucle- nuclear. Where's the U? Up my butt. That's where it See, is. See, they wouldn't. They wouldn't even let you look at it. As as Hi, uh, can I look at these nuclear documents? <laughs> but I want them to be like. Yeah, here's I the nuclear to- documents. I'm gonna hold on to the nuclear documents though. I, I want it to be like a dude from like the Midwest who's like a really like Minnesota accent. He's like, "Hey, can I see those nuclear documents?" Yeah. No, you talk oh. wrong. Sorry. No, you said it wrong. Fuck off. But yeah, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine, like, the fucking military genius 
who like is in charge of like updating this information and like adding stuff and redacting stuff. And like this politician is just like, I want to see that so I can see if it's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Let me look at these one classified documents that are not meant for people to look at. And two, I will go over my head. Let me let me look at it. I feel like to an extent, like the FBI was just like, was just like he stole documents. Which documents? Which ones? Oh, the ones about nuclear physics. But like, it's like not danger if he has them. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, it is it is at a, a a place with a lot of foot traffic. And like, yeah, but it's not like a danger because, like, what's Trump? Like, okay, yeah, he could sell the information, probably, but well, he could also well, just lose it. He could also just lose it or have it stolen from him. Like, I but, could see him like use it as a napkin, leave it on a table somewhere, <laughs> and then just some, just some chuckle fuck that's visiting Mar-a-Lago <laughs> picks it up and is like, "Hmm, this looks important. I'm gonna, I just, Im- I'm gonna take this." I just imagine him like having to write down some notes about something like the mega millions fucking lottery yeah right and like he grabs the paper it says top secret they're like here are the nuclear codes to launch everything yeah and he just writes all over it in sharpie (laughs) what a guy what What a a guy what a i cannot believe that people actually like put all of their faith into this simpsons character dude people have died for him yeah like full-on people have been like i'm gonna storm the capitol and get shot in the head for donald trump yeah yeah imagine dying for the host of the fucking apprentice yeah like yeah i i still stand by what i said last week is this really your guy yeah like it, dying, it proves like, that they don't believe in anything because the same shit that he says, other people say better, and without all yeah. of like the legal baggage. But who's, they're still they're the, still on him. They're still dick riding him. Like it's about as obtuse as people dying for Steve Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> like imagine if someone was like, "I am willing to kill, and or die, and or overthrow a fucking government for Steve Harvey." imagine if someone said that like what well now i kind of want steve harvey and donald trump to start a podcast together just the i want the idea of you associating them in my mind like the there's so much potential there i want i could listen to to two hours of them just talking about their thoughts on women yeah i just want steve harvey to be the vice president and then donald trump dies in office (laughs) and you have president harvey yeah it would still go horribly wrong it would still lead to the collapse of the nation, but like we like get Steve some memes Harvey out of make, it. I feel like Steve Harvey would make his mustache as vice president. Dude, have you like seen Steve Harvey's like opinions? They're kind of fucked up. They're awful. <laughs> he's not a good guy. Ah, he's he's a lovable. That's why I say I'd love to see him and Donald Trump just sit down together and just rot each other's brains for our entertainment. Like, what's one of his opinions on women? Oh, he he has standard misogynistic beliefs about. I don't know. He, I think one of them is he thinks that men and women can't be friends. He's like one of oh, those I've guys. Heard that one, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember what exactly he's said. Like, I haven't thought about him in like a while. Same. So I'm kind of rusty on it, but 
Yeah, he has a lot of troubling thoughts. I feel like he's made his entire career just based on making like shocked faces. Yeah, that is a big part of his uh his draw. Yeah. Like Baba Dabada. Yeah. That's a great face that you made on this purely auditory medium. <laughs> it's like someone says wiener and he's just like yeah. Wiener. Yeah, it's like it's like he's hosting Family Feud. Uh name a body part used in sex. Penis. Penis. And then he's like, whoa. Whoa. Can you even see that on television? <laughs> I just feel like he gets off stage and he's just like, what the fuck ever? Yeah. He probably communicates like exclusively in swears. Yeah. He smokes cigars too. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like a yeah. cigar guy. Yeah. I had a dream last night I was smoking a cigar. I thought you, <laughs> thought you were going to say you had a dream about Steve Harvey. I was smoking his cigar. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smoking that cigar. Yeah. <laughs> I keep playing with this fidget spinner. I have to stop. Actually, Hang on. I want to. I want to try. Can you hear this? Hang on a second. <laughs> I mean, Discord doesn't pick it up, but I will hear it in the recording. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm dumb. I'm so. I stupid. really hope you didn't bump the gain knob when you did that. You like had the mic pushed up against you. Hang on, let me check. I'm fine. It's good. Yeah, watch it be all fucked up in the recording. <laughs> yeah. Because that's historically how it's been. You're like, oh, it's fine. And then I'm editing and it's all distorted. Just like my parents' marriage. Yeah. That's why yeah. I like in-person episodes. I think Because you can't my... fuck it up as easily. <laughs> I think one of my favorite like comebacks ever is, I'm going to fuck your dad so I can give him a child he actually loves. <laughs> That's like, oh. That's great. Oh, fuck. That's great. I'm going you know, to put this fidget spinner away. If you ever get into an argument with a female nowadays, you can just say, I can make you have a baby. Did you say a female? <laughs> Fucking Steve Harvey sound an ass. <laughs> I, I, would, I, would, I would do an impression of him, but I don't want to be fucking racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. I think it's best that Listen, you refrain. I'm not trying to do a. I mean, I'm not trying to impersonate all black people. I just want to do a Steve Harvey impression. Okay. <laughs> Is that too much for a white boy to ask? <laughs> you sound distorted. I think you did bump the gain knob up. Actually, though. It, I mean, yeah, it sounds like you're peaking. Hey, how about you go fuck yourself? Anyway, did I tell you that I went to um uh, a new like arcade place really what's it called last week uh it's called like big like it's like an acronym best in games but it's also a big place yeah it comes full circle yeah it's kind of a double entendre and it's kind of an onomatopoeia <laughs> it's not <laughs> <laughs> it, it's really cool it was just built like five minutes from my apartment yeah. uh it's pretty cool it's they have like three floors they have like a whole like arcade section they have indoor mini golf uh they have like go-karts it's pretty cool i went there for a work outing it was great they had like vr setups too they had like two um htc they vibes VR on planes hmm? they should put vr on planes i mean you can take it with you if you want 
but with like the quest. Off. I mean, <clears throat> if you can get away with it, sure. Like everyone's gonna be on their own thing. Sure. <laughs> Sure. You can just rock out with your cock out. Yeah. Anyway, they had a Beat Saber uh, station. They had Space Pirate Trainer. It was I'll great. just like fucking come in your Diet Coke can. Sure. Um, they also, you know, those rides, those like um, like on rail shooter kind of things where you're like sitting in a like a car kind of thing and you're like. Oh, it's like in like a car with stuff. the screen. Yeah, the with the screen. Inside. Yeah. They yeah, had yeah. one of those. Um, I think it was it was. Um, uh, King Kong themed. Wow. Um, <clears throat> you know, but, it's funny. They call him King Kong, but he was never like the leader of a country. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> What's up with that? Um, but instead of a screen, this ride had two um, like headsets with oh, hand tracking. Yeah. And you, instead of like shooting <laughs> stuff, like it would fly at you and you just kind of, you just kind of swat it. If I became, <laughs> On an unrelated note, if I become the ruler of a country and I become king, I'm naming my child Kong. Sure, that's great. My my son, King Kong. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> just for the just for the giggles. Yeah. Just for the giggles. Yeah. Like no other reason. Yeah. 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 That's king great. Kong. That's great. Um, my kid will want to die. <laughs> yeah. They'll be like, Dad, why'd you call me Kong? For the meme, son! <laughs> I did it for the vine. I did it for the country! <laughs> but anyway, it was a really cool ride. Um, the only problem that I had was my like head position was, was like off. Oh. So like yeah, that, the where yeah. like the headset was like in so the you environment. Had to adjust your penis to get no. your head in the right spot. No. So my head like like my position was like really far back. So like, like in your butthole? No. No. So instead of sitting like centered in the seat, okay. like the like the environmental position of the headset placed me like like far back. Like like my head was like the like where the back of the seat is. So that kind of affected my enjoyment. But it was a really cool concept. <laughs> I want you to do a review on something. I want you to do a review on something. And like I just want you to say quietly into the microphone that kind of ruined my enjoyment. Yeah. <laughs> they also had um a gravedigger ride. Um nice. Like it was like a big like Hot Wheels car kind of thing. And you get in and I didn't go on it. I wanted to, but um there were like some kids on it and they had like headsets on so it looked like another VR thing. And it was It looked like high school kids and they judge me. <laughs> um yeah, it looked really cool. It, like the whole thing like rocked and like moved and stuff. Yeah. And it looked really cool. So anyway, I think more arcades should implement VR stuff. Like those like rides with like the screen on the on the thing and you shoot at the whatever. Yeah. Like it's cool and all. Like it's like if it was like the nineties, I'd be blown away by it. But like now, like we have technology. You know, no one's impressed by flat screens anymore. Yeah. 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 So like it was it was really cool. It was like immersive. Like the 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 ride like kind of moved a little bit and it it helped reduce motion sickness, I think. Mm -hmm. It was yeah, it was just really cool. Um Hey Alex. But anyway, you know. anyway, my point was I I played like stuff like that. I didn't play a lot of like games that give tickets in the uh, arcade. Yeah. So I had like 
160 tickets. Nice. And I was like, what can I win? And I think I had enough tickets for like maybe a single Tootsie Roll. For like an eraser. Uh, but they had like a bin of fidget spinners that were 700 tickets. And I said to the the guy next to me, my coworker, I was like, hey, how many uh, how many games of skee-ball do you think I got to win to win a fidget spinner? And the girl at the counter was like, dude, if you want a fidget spinner, like you can have a fidget spinner. <laughs> oh, she just didn't even charge you? It was just like, she yeah. was like, I'll give you one for 50 tickets. That's great. That's great. Like clearly cool. they were trying to get rid of them. Like it it was probably <laughs> the same stock that they've had since twenty seventeen. <laughs> it was just a bin really full kind of, of fidget out. spinners. And they probably had boxes of them in the back. That's great. She was like, take it, please. Was she like, take it here, please. I'll pay you to take these yeah. fidget spinners. I'll put tickets on your card if you take it. <laughs> I'm just letting you know, um, I'm picking your nose with my mouse. Okay. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> oh, there it is again. Anyway, uh, you were telling me about this yesterday, and I wanted to talk about it on the show. Can you, you, feel you my had mouse a on your nose? You had no, not that. You had a boss that like bought into the whole litter boxes in oh, schools thing. Fucking hell! Oh my god, this is a story. So here's the deal. I, my former manager thinks that that schools are trying to implement litter boxes. Yeah. For furries. Despite the fact, just no. Yeah, all That's of these people that just found out about furries are like, they they somehow are convinced that schools are putting in litter boxes. Despite the fact that it's against like a million like sanitation codes. Yeah. Also, who do they think is changing them? Yeah. That's the thing. So we have this here. I'll read the texts. I will read them. This there. I'll make this short, but it's oh, it's so good. It's so good. Okay. 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 Just con- here's what she said uh, on Saturday. Just confirmed. Litter boxes are now present for furries. And I said, give me the article. She yeah. Said, confirmed by who? Yeah. Exactly. I. I I'm saw sure on Facebook. Would, it's confirmed. I'm pretty sure that would make the news. Um, she's she said uh, talking to a healthcare provider whose patient patients have these in their schools. I said, okay, uh, I'll I'll need an article. Otherwise, as far as I'm concerned, this is hearsay. Yeah. She said, lol. Okay, and she says no article. By the way, yeah. She's. <laughs> Shockingly, <laughs> okay, my nephew and several children and their parents fr- uh, from a practice uh, on GR um, uh, starting, uh, I, her grammar is awful, starting, it's a fact, uh, it's, a, uh, it's a fact. Is she trying to say that these law? people are stating it's a fact? I, I think she thinks that because someone said that they're going to be implementing litter boxes, just because some rando said that, that that's going to happen. Yeah. So like what she think she, is she trying to say that someone that someone that knows someone that she knows says okay. that their kid says that there are litter boxes you know in school, right? You know, Doja cat, right? Well, realistically, it's like someone's mom saw on Facebook. 
that they're like doing litter boxes. And then she told someone who told someone who told your old manager that they were doing litter boxes. you, okay, you know that Doja Cat song that has the, the line I heard from a from a friend of a friend that that dick is a ten out of ten. Yeah, that's 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 basically what's going on here. This is the equivalent of that line. This is it's, the equivalent of that line, but with fucking fake news. Yeah, well, you know the game Telephone. Yeah, it's like that. Like the whole so, point of Telephone is trying to keep the story straight, even though it's impossible to do that when you're having a message go from one person to one person to one person to one person. Like, that's what's going so, on here. So she's convinced because people have said that they are going to be in- implementing it. And then goes on to say the media will unfortunately won't. Ad- I don't know what she's trying to say. Will undoubtedly admit that. So, like, I, I'm not sure what she means by the media will undoubtedly admit that. I don't know. When you Google this, by the way. Uh, the only things that come up are stories about how this was debunked. <laughs> so I ask the I ask the penetrating questions here. Bad use of penetration. But, yeah, yeah, wrong choice know. of words. <laughs> but I said, okay, comma, which school where? Tell me where. Which school? Yeah. So she said Hudsonville was a specific school, right? So I looked up Hudsonville and, and I sent her three articles. Three articles about how it's not real. Yeah. And not from Hudsonville. This is from Midland. Right? Yeah. No, they they're all they're all in on the conspiracy. Uh, yeah, right. So uh I said The shit stories, goes all the way to the top. You don't understand. Yeah, right. So I said these stories are in regards to a public school in Midland. However, given that Hudsonville schools and Midland schools are both public, they fall under the same sanitation requirements set by the state. There are no litter boxes in public schools, period. Yeah. Again, the most important question to me, at least, is who do they think is changing the litter boxes? Yeah. Who's cleaning the like, shit? Like, is it the janitors? Like, they don't get paid enough. They don't get paid. They already, like, clean up en- enough shit. Yeah. So this is her response. So when a kid tells you the... the oh, God. Again, she doesn't have great grammar. I'm going to just say this verbatim. So when a kid tells you the new is lying, I think she meant to say news. The news is lying. You believe the media. Interesting. With one of those like sarcastic, like, like yeah, the, the fingers on the chin thing. Yeah. I said, so I rebuttaled with a kid hasn't told me anything. Yeah. <laughs> she she heard that a kid somewhere said something. So, so she says, so if someone told you they were raped, but you didn't find a police report, you wouldn't believe them? A very different situation. So, I, yeah, exactly what I said. I said, well, first of uh, all, rapes happen. Yeah. First of all, rapes are known to be existent. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, the superintendents of these schools have, the superintendent of these schools has con- Confirmed, there are no litter boxes, and this situation is not comparable with rape. Yeah. Well, like this yeah. is such a, an easily disprovable thing. Yeah. One, you so could I, just walk into the school and see that there are no litter boxes in the bathrooms. You, no, they saw you coming. They took away the litter boxes oh, so that course. you wouldn't get suspicious. 
Yeah, there's a, so, there's a rainbow unicorn right behind you. It's just it doesn't show up in mirrors. It doesn't show up in pictures. And whenever you turn around, he just quickly gets out of the way. Yeah, prove me wrong. There's a teapot orbiting the sun. Yeah, prove yeah. Me prove wrong. prove me wrong, atheist. <laughs> <laughs> but also, so, also, like, so this is supposedly like an accommodation for furries, right? Presumably, yes. Yeah. So like. The, the the short answer is furries are like people that identify as animals. There's more to it than that, but that's basically it. So the idea is that to accommodate this small minority group, schools are putting litter boxes in bathrooms. By the way, this started to mock the whole like gender neutral bathroom thing. Um, but to compare it to that, it is it has been a highly publicized struggle for for people to get you know. Uh, Gen- gender neutral bathrooms in schools like yeah. it's been an uphill battle against administrations to get you know accommodations for trans students in schools like it's 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 an uphill battle but supposedly the schools just quietly uh, through their own volition put in litter boxes in the bathrooms and there's been no publicity about it there's been no like, you you would see the fight for this happening years in advance the literal chain of command with that giant huge lie will have to like be so large that it would include me these yeah these schools that hate trans kids and don't want to do gender neutral bathrooms and like don't want to put in accommodations for trans kids are they're just on their own just accommodating furries i an even more stigmatized group like so, what do they think is happening? I I wish I wish we could get someone that like buys into this on the show. I wish we could interview them. I can I want to I want to know what they think. I want to know. I want to know what they think is going on. So, I actually got to the point where like the rubber hits the road here. So, I said so cuz she mentioned that if a child told me something that the news that isn't reflected in the news, would I believe them? And given the situation that's so easily disprovable, no, I wouldn't believe a kid if they said there were litter boxes. Kids no. make stuff up all the time. Yeah. And if it's something like rape, if a kid's like, hey, someone raped me. Yeah. I'm going to try to figure, get to the bottom of that shit. Yeah. Yeah. You like, like go the in the, with the assumption that they're not lying and then you investigate it. When there's actual damage done. Yeah. Yeah. Because right? that is a thing that happens. Litter boxes yeah. in schools, quite frankly, doesn't happen. Don't. Um, so I said, you would rather believe a child over, over, uh, investigative reporter and a superintendent. She said, I would, if I knew the child, I said, and this child is your nephew question mark. I mean, children say we like, they say the darndest things. Like you said yesterday when we talked about this, some kids think the Ninja Turtles are real. Like, are you going to believe them? (laughs) So like, she's claiming that these kids are saying that there are litter boxes, and I'm like, which ones? Which kids? Which which kids? And like she, so that's why I'm like, this is your nephew, right? Assume I assume that you know this kid. She the said, health inspector would also have to be in on this. So she said, it hasn't of- officially happened in my nephew's school, no. But I do trust the healthcare provider who told me, who told me. Granted, it was brought up by her completely out of nowhere. What? 
okay, I don't see the relevance. So she in goes that. from you have to believe a kid if they say they're raped to I believe this person who is not a kid probably doesn't have kids and heard somewhere that this was happening. Heard from a patient who is probably talking about their kid. Maybe the patient was like, yeah, supposedly like Republicans are saying that like kids are shitting in litter boxes. Like, can you they believe this? Been- and maybe the person was like half listening and they were like, wait, they're doing litter boxes in schools. So here's, here's how I rebuttaled because officially like, the emperor has no clothes here. Come on. So I said, so you don't know the child in question and you were told by a healthcare professional and, and, and a hel- I put that in like air quotes because yeah. I've only been told that it's a healthcare professional. I haven't met this healthcare professional. Um, um, okay, so you've been told by a health professional who was told by a patient that there's a litter boxes in public schools. There's a term for information that's gathered this way. It's called hearsay yeah and then i i mentioned like i said i would i'd throw you a bone for the lack of information from hudsonville specifically but assuming that the that they have litter boxes and are attempting to either cover it up or keep it secret from reporters and regulatory agencies is a big leap from uh is a big leap from saying that there aren't litter boxes in public schools especially uh when the stories i sent you regarding especially yeah, especially with the stories that I sent her already. Yeah. Oh my god. So, so has there been more? Like, what? It, I just I want to know what she believes. So I called her, and like after we talked yesterday, I fucking called her. She didn't pick up, but I left like a two minute long <laughs> rant. Like it was because I told her to some extent I want this to be real because I think it would just be funny. I think it would be so funny. It would be for hilarious. So many resources to be spent trying to keep litter boxes secret. Not not only the resources to implement and maintain litter boxes in our already crumbling public school infrastructure. Like yeah. like the school that I went to like like sometimes the toilets just didn't work. Sometimes yeah. like by the way, kids destroy public school bathrooms. Like my senior yeah. year, yeah, they like, do. For some reason, a bunch of kids decided that they just hate this particular bathroom in the hallway, and so they would like shove like t-shirts and shit down the toilets. <laughs> Actually, the uh, the and shit the is the only thing that should be going in the toilets. So like they're like purposefully destroying the toilets, needing for them like needing to get replaced, right? Yeah. So we expect them to behave with a litter box around full of human shit, and we don't expect them to just <laughs> scatter it along the hallway. So not only do they need a a, a colossal amount of resources oh that aren't God. that they don't have to implement and maintain <laughs> these litter boxes, but they are also putting a lot of effort into keeping them hidden. Yeah. So she said, "Lol, all right." Also, there's we'll no posts to- on social. Like, if there were litter boxes to accommodate furries in public schools, that shit would be all over like Instagram and Snapchat. Like people would be talking about this beyond like Republicans and childless adults. So she said, lol. All right. We'll have to agree to disagree. Right. Oh, I I hate that. I hate that so much. I rebuttaled and I said, I haven't agreed to anything. If I say there's a teapot orbiting Jupiter and you say there isn't, I can't just say agree to disagree because I'm like trying to imply that there's some like grain of truth to what I'm saying when there well, fucking the isn't. There's no the, chance that she's correct. 
Listen, this isn't an opinion. My, this isn't something my, that's not verifiable. It's not my job to verify to 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 prove her wrong. It's her it's her duty to prove herself right. The burden of proof is on her. Yeah. Like, sorry, not sorry. I'm not. Yeah, gonna she's ex- making a number of extraordinary claims. So, so between these, uh, there's another conversation I had with her yesterday, but. Um, between these i was like what could i like because i tried to get into the mind of like a conspiracy theorist right Mm -hmm. and i was like so i gave myself 10 concussions yeah (laughs) i gave myself a lobotomy yes um (laughs) no so i try to think of like because her and i have had pretty deep conversations about stuff she knows that i like space a lot so i can't really say like the earth is flat because I've geeked out about how specifically the earth isn't flat. Yeah. It's but, quite um, round. Some would say. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Voluptuous. Some mm-hmm. would say. Uh, <laughs> so I, I was like, what could I say that sounds in line with me? That is clearly verifiably false that I could pretend that I believe in. Right. Mm-hmm. So I said, quote, did you unquote, know that Paul McCartney I, is dead? Do you no, know that there actually, was? Did you know that Paul McCartney never existed and he was always a body double? I should have said that. I really should have. said Even that. like bowl cut era, there was no Paul McCartney. He was dead. Look at his earlobes. He was. He was stillborn. It was a, a body double the earlobes. entire time. Do you know that's like a defense for people who think Paul you, McCartney's dead? Wait, what did you say? Look at his earlobes. Oh, look at his earlobes. Yeah. <laughs> Between 1965 and 1967, earlobes don't just change. Did you know that uh, John Lennon was dead, too? Yes. He was killed by Mark David Chapman. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No shit. Did you know that George Harrison was dead? Yeah. You know what he died of? Uh, Wasn't it like cancer or something? Throat cancer. Throat cancer. Yeah. Um, So I texted her. I texted her. I just found out JFK never existed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was a body double the entire time. No, she never existed. They just made him up. Yeah. Yeah. They just made it up. He is the emperor's clothes. Yeah. Yeah, I never met the guy. nowhere. She just laughed at that because she knew I was just trying to be silly. Um, She goes, lol, I get you're skeptical, but it's too hard for me to discount firsthand experience first-hand whose first-hand experience the the first-hand experience that she allegedly heard that someone heard that someone had i heard from a friend of a friend that that dick is a 10 out of 10 <laughs> um she said it's hard to discount first-hand experience when you don't trust the system uh to start i'm gonna blow up the city that's how exactly. i feel she said we'll see when i have kids in public school and i said I haven't heard firsthand experience. Yeah. That's, you are not a primary source, ma'am. She didn't even get a primary source. No, no, it did. Cause it's not real. Supposedly this one kid that she heard about is the one person yeah. beyond yeah. like the Republican politicians that don't have kids in the schools. Like yeah. that's supposedly the one person talking about this, this thing that is yeah. widespread and happening. So, she said, my nephews, so I said, uh, you haven't had firsthand experience. She said, my nephew, but he said they definitely don't have litter boxes. Wait. Yeah. 
but they're pushing for them. Oh, who? It's outrageous to me that who? anyone is even is pushing they? this. Lol. I don't. That's what I asked her. She's moving said, the goalposts. It exactly. was. I, they're doing it. And now it's, well, they're not doing it, but they want really to. Hard about they're it. pushing for it. They're, someone out there is considering it. So I, so, she's, so I said, who? The students? The school superintendent? She goes on to say, and it's not like I'm making a Facebook group and telling everyone, lol, I only text you. And uh, the parent. so allegedly it's the parents of the furries. And she said, well, wait, the parents of the furries are pushing for it or they're the ones talking about it. I guess I'm not sure what this next text means. I'm not sure if she means there's a furry who is pushing for it or there's a specific person in particular who is, I don't know. She said, uh, well, the one furry. I don't know what she means by that. But anyway, um, so the final text I sent her was because and I was like when I was making this text i was like maybe i should reel it back with my affirmation about there the fact there aren't any i'm like no this there's no amount of doubt in my mind that they don't have litter boxes in public schools this woman is gaslighting you maybe shit man so i said uh, despite <laughs> despite the fact that having litter boxes would be against a dozen school school health codes not to mention the superintendent and the reporters have debunked it. Right? Yeah. By the way, I yeah. have an article that I linked from uh, uh, where is it? Black Hills Pioneer. Like a, It's a, some local news site. Um, Mead schools won't have litter boxes. It's basically an article where someone went to like a school board meeting or something like that. And they were like, I hear they're doing litter boxes. And no. um, uh, who was it? Iowa State Education Associate Director uh, Mary Jane Cobb uh, said that the litter box rumors there were an attempt by the far right political groups to mock anti or to mock LGBTQ plus restroom equality. So like it goes through this. Basically, the lady was like, they're doing litter boxes. And she was like, no. lady, there are no litter boxes and we do not plan on doing litter boxes. This is just one of the stories that come up when you Google it. It's all this. It's all stories like this. No, well, they're not doing it. Yeah. There's no reason well, to believe this. It's, it's just something that like, someone made up. Like the superintendent will tell this person like, no, we're not doing litter boxes. And then the person will say, well, the people that I've talked to. And it's like, yeah, well, I'm the primary source here. My okay? source is I made it the fuck up. <laughs> I'm the primary source here. We're not having litter boxes. Yeah. Like. You can tell your friends. What do you say to that? What do you say to like the, the people there are like, we're not doing I this. Don't, I don't know. You can I see that don't. there are no litter boxes. By the way. I swear to God, these are some like Russian spies who are just trying to like. Is it fucking a fucking make... psyop? Is it a psyop? Like. It has to be. It has to be. Has um, to be. But like also, there are strict requirements to get into public schools. When it comes what? to like, when it comes to like potty training, like in and, and the wake of school shootings and the wake of sanitation stuff, like there are strict rules. There are strict rules. Like you have to be able to shit into a toilet to get into a public school. Like you can't just need a litter box and like 
get into a public school. Also, like, furries are normally in, like, middle school and high school. Yeah. So, like, Um, what, these people just decided to transition to shitting in litter boxes? One thing about furry stuff that I don't, I'm not, I'm, I... By the way, they don't do that. That's not a thing that they do. I just want to clear that up. They do not do that. One thing about furry stuff that I'm just kind of like, eh, that I can believe her on, right? Allegedly. The the furries and her nephew's school are like pretending like they're cats and like rubbing up against him. Yeah, some people do that. Like, like no, like stop. Yeah, don't yeah, touch that, people. That, that goes beyond being a furry. That's just general creepishness. Like I know furries. Like I knew people in school that were furries. They're generally not like that. They just like to draw animals and like wear fur suits and wear like ears and tails and stuff it's generally harmless you know if there are kids that take it to that extent like that's their problem they need to stop that rub up against people bro yeah don't do that don't stop get some help anyway that's the ending of that epoch just i don't this person has a phd in pharmacology i want to mention yeah i guess it's proof that you can be really smart in one field but be a complete moron when it comes to other things. Well, that's the thing though. Like just because you're a PhD in a field doesn't mean you're a PhD in all fields. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like when people have like, like a, like a doctor in like whatever, like psychology or something. And they have them on some show to talk about like the COVID vaccine. You mean like, uh, I don't know, like Jordan Peterson? Yeah, I don't know how much he's done that specifically, but they do that with him a lot too, where he's yeah. like a clinical psychologist, but they treat him like he's an expert in everything. What do you think about the economy? Yeah. Like just having doctor in front of your name doesn't mean you're an expert on everything. No, I saw this really funny joke um, on something, I forget. It was like these dudes were on a plane and one guy has a heart attack and is, someone's like, is there a doctor on board? And one guy goes, I'm a doctor. In theology, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, Sir, it's, it's what's that. your religion? Which God do you want to go to? Yeah, just like how I wouldn't go to a veterinarian for advice on my taxes. I like you don't <laughs> talk to a doctor in psychology about vaccines, or you know, like a doctor in computer myself, science. You know, I could I could see myself going to a veterinarian because like I fucking fell and scraped my knee. Well, at least that's va- like if you didn't have like the, the, the option part. to go to a real doctor. Yeah, it's it's the it's in the ball. They know how to work on living things. <laughs> like <laughs> that's, that's a low bar. That's such a low bar. If you didn't have any other yeah. option, that would be fine. I, if it was like I a guess. zombie apocalypse, and this is like the only thing that's open. Yeah. Like I'm going to the vet. We're animals, technically. Yeah. All right. I have to go to the bathroom and then. Um, okay. We watched a movie, didn't we? We did. And we'll talk about it I'm gonna plug in my after after we get back. After I get back from the bathroom, I'm going to play some hold music, and I'll be God, right back. Play Shirley Temple. Fuck you. From baby, take a bath. You know, I thought that um, FDR and the New Deal was what got us out of the Great Depression. But did you know that it was actually... Picks. It was actually feet picks. No, it was actually Shirley Temple um, that uh, got us through the Great Depression. 
Is that she actually won the war too? She went there yeah, single-handedly she, as a little yeah, as a little girl with like a machine gun. Yeah, it, well, it didn't. You know, <laughs> women weren't allowed to do a lot back then, so you know she punched Adolf Hitler like straight on uh-huh. straight on the jaw, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. But what they had to do is they had to deep fake it so it looked like it was Captain America doing it. <laughs> but it was actually Shirley Temple. Well, they know, say so in the infomercial for the Shirley Temple Little Darling DVD collection. Um, you know, <laughs> I it, it was her and her TV films too. that got us through uh, the darkest of times uh, in in the uh, in the Great Depression. Like at night, the darkest of times. Yeah, yeah. You play them in the middle of the night, and then it becomes day eventually. <laughs> Give it twelve hours. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we watched a movie this week. We did. Yeah, we watched everything, everywhere, all at once. It was a very good documentary about um, how Europe is uh, trying to uh, re-up its its infrastructure. Yeah, this uh, is is my reaction. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's how I feel about it. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but a very good documentary about, um, you know, getting everything going everywhere Mm -hmm. all at once. Anyway, what did you think of it? This this was your first time watching it? Uh yeah, you know, it was a little analytical for me. Um yeah. I liked how they, you know, demonstrated the difference between European pavement and American pavement. Um and how their compressive properties uh change with temperature. Yeah, I'm going to let Europe. you finish. Uh just keep going on about that. I'm going to be right back. I got an Amazon package delivered. Oh, look at you, bougie-ass piece of shit, fucking Yeah, whatever. I just gotta go to the door and grab it real quick. Done. Done with this show. We want Journey! We want Journey! <laughs> From Baby Take a Bow to Curly Top and Heidi, America's favorite little darling, Shirley... It's weird how much I enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> I ordered a dash cam. Just came in oh, the mail. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I ordered a micro SD card for it. And for some reason, it came in like a gallon-sized Ziploc bag. That's odd. Yeah, this is from Amazon. Weird. This isn't like huh. an eBay seller packaging it. Anyway. Anyway. I also got um, this movie, Hot Rod. It's supposed to be funny. All right. It's got Sammy yeah, Bird so I just in talked it. About, I just talked about a whole lot about concrete yeah. and infrastructure. So. Anyway, we watched a movie this week. So what did you think of Everything Everywhere all at once? You know, I really liked the part where they talked about train transport. Um, So the movie, though, the movie that we watched, what did you think of that? I'm sorry, I'm like this, Alex. Um, It was very good, actually. Um, You know, it's the first movie in a while that I watched that I was like, this is, I like this. This is entertaining. Yeah, it, Um, it, it really takes advantage of being a movie. You know what I mean? We're like a lot of, a lot of what, stuff that they make. What are you make, fucking it, on about, Alex? Hmm? What are you on about? So really like, takes advantage of being, you know, a movie. Like this movie's uh, good at being a movie. You know what like, I mean? Okay, so like, what are you talking about? Like, it's like it, me it calling takes, my cat a furry. It's it takes advantage of the medium. You know, like the visuals, like like are. Yeah, it's a movie, Alex. No, because like a lot of movies feel like you're just watching some shit happen, right? Man, I I like this movie because it was a lot of pictures. Sh- no, listen, <laughs> listen though. Quick succession. Listen, what I'm saying makes sense. Hear me out. 
Hear me out. Oh. So like a lot of movies, it feels like you're just watching sh- watching some shit happen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it feels okay. like like you might as well just be in the room with them, right? Mm-hmm. But like everything, everywhere, all at once takes advantage of like like being like this visual medium, right? Like it uses like cool like camera stuff and like like when when she explodes the guy's head right yeah and it's confetti Confetti. yeah like that's a creative like way one to get around gore and two to like put in some visual flair i really like the scene like it's not trying to be realistic is my point i think the the daughter's fighting the the cops yeah that's a great scene she's like she's like evelyn evelyn it's it's all organic i love i love that That so much so good it's so great I love that. Actually, yeah. this is like, okay, I'm going to be honest. This movie is like a movie that I would buy. Yeah, and I did. Like, I would pay money for I this I bought movie. it on 4K. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but like, you, you know what I mean? Like, it takes advantage of the visual medium that it's in. Oh, for sure. And it has the, like, this flair to it. Like, it's... I like that it... it like, a lesser so, movie would have just had her explode the guy's head and be done with it, and it would have been bloody and gory. And dildos. Like, something like The Boys, you know? Yeah. And so and I this, like, it feels like it's... It's like a movie. You know, I really like the fact that, as you said, the visuals were, like, amazing, frankly. Really good. Um, And I like how that shows how professional all of the... All of the work that went into it was yeah. right, but I also love how the plot is not a plot that takes itself too seriously. Oh yeah, I love like the mechanics of like the multiverse travel. Yeah, and like actually though, that's kind of what it would be like if we could travel through the fourth dimension. Yeah, well, the fourth dimension is time, but like whatever, it's yeah, all made because up if anyway. You go back in time, yeah. I mean, here's the thing: if you go back in time to a different time and you change something, you are then in a different universe. Yeah. Well, that's not so much what they're doing. It's, it's whatever. It's, but it's I all just, high I, concept that's the stuff. Thing. Um, it's like, I just, I don't know. It's, it was not only some, like a feast of the imagination. Yeah. But it was also um, really like artistic. It is. Yeah. Um, and very like beautiful. Yeah. I, I like the mechanics where like they, it's just fucking it's whatever. It's good. It's, it's really good. Like like it it doesn't require a lot of thought. It kind of discourages really thinking about like the mechanics of how they go to the different universes and stuff. Like it makes enough sense to like like you can suspend your disbelief. Yeah. And I and I like that it doesn't try to seem realistic because it's never going to. No. That's what I mean like it like it, we use the quantum whatever and positioning and super no travel and yeah. and we and we excite the electron and it does something and it jerks off onto the proton we, like, and the proton gets grossed out and, and if you do it on a leap day it does this yeah. and when the moon it's just like blue. yeah you think about whatever and it goes there it's like yeah don't think of like that's the thing. just enjoy I, the ride I feel like there was one writer who was like trying to think it through and and then they shot like, okay, him in the is, head that and then and it was ima- confetti i just i just imagine the director being like he's so he's like okay so this is how it works you, you get a quantum blah 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 and then the director's just like shut up no one cares fucking yeah. whatever they stick it up their butt yeah and then, yeah it's not about that it's you know i just I it's really, like when harrison ford was like hey kid it ain't that kind of movie 
<laughs> when they were filming um, Star, you've you've seen that interview clip, right? Yeah. Mark Hamill yeah. was like, "Yeah, like, uh, but my shirt looks different in this scene." Hey, kid, if they're looking at your shirt, we got a lot of problems. <laughs> I fucking love Harrison Ford so. I much. love him. He uh, called just, the gallbladder useless in a video. <laughs> in a, I, I was watching John Oliver, and he showed a clip where um, him and a bunch of other, or where Harrison Ford and a bunch of other celebrities were talking about mental health, and they were talking about how, like, you know, they don't stigmatize like heart disease, and you know, you can go to the hospital for your gallbladder even though it doesn't have a job. <laughs> you know, we worry about our gallbladders; it doesn't have a job. It doesn't do shit. Yeah, he called the gallbladder a useless bum, and I love it. <laughs> I feel like being called a useless bum by Harrison Ford would like sh- like push anyone into shape. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like if Harrison Ford was like, "What are you doing with your life?" Like, yeah, come on, just just do something that's not this. I'd be like, "Oh shit, he's right." Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I I, I love how like like the movie knows what to take seriously. Mm-hmm. like it like as far as like the family drama and stuff goes it's like yeah that's yeah. dead serious like that's what this is about but as far as like you know like how to travel through the multiverse it's like fucking whatever there's a universe where people have hot dogs for fingers and it's mildly different and then when they bite into the fingers it leaks out ketchup and mustard yeah yeah but somehow the course of human history went exactly the same up until like a few years prior to current events. Just yeah. enough that this one woman ended up with a different person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's great. I think I think because activa- fuck you, who cares? Like that's yeah. It's the multiverse. Fuck yeah. I, I really like the actress who was the daughter. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's great. She was, she was really good. Yeah, she was also I, I was like, where is she from? I recognize her. She's May from the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's great. That's really awesome. Um I I you know I feel like a part of this was also trying to stylistically kind of like relate to millennials, which I think it it does brilliantly with the artistic stuff. Yeah, what do you mean by that? Like to younger generations, I, I when I say millennials, I'm not like millennials. I'm yeah. just like I'm not trying to be like the it's They vegan, use Snapchat filters. Well, yeah, like They use the, the laughing little, like, crying emoji. Yeah, I mean, like the like the scene where we're just like, like it's vegan, right? The yeah. sauce, the like, yeah, that's like great. If I saw that on some barbecue sauce. I'd be like, yeah, I'd I'd buy that. Yeah, if like, you saw that vegan. scene from a movie her, on a on a barbecue a sauce, holding a picture of the product on the label on the product. Oh with yeah, a air quote that said it's vegan. Yeah, that's great. I would be like, yeah, fuck, I'm buying this right now. Yeah. Um, and I, I like the, um, that white temple with the bagel. <laughs> oh yeah. The everything, the everything bagel. That's bagel. great. Oh, it's so like, funny. it's, it, it's funny because of how seriously it's taken because like, it is like a serious thing. Like it's destroying the multiverse. Yeah. But like though it's an everything bagel. He's like, well, this is what happens when be? you really put everything on a bagel. it's such a dumb joke but it's great and it like it's it's good and i love it you know with uh, like things that go metacognitive like the what this movie does who's to say it shouldn't be a bagel yeah right like who's to say it shouldn't be 
Um, I I like the palace too. That like white palace was yeah. very beautiful. Yeah, it was very, it was cool like, set design. Like I would just want to go there to that palace and just take a deep breath and go. Yeah. <sighs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And just like feel the cool wind. I just know it smells cold. Yeah, it does. <laughs> oh, dude. Um, yeah, and I I like how, um. Like, I like the husband. The husband was great. Yeah. Did you know that the actor that plays him was short round in Indiana Jones? I knew I recognized him from something. Yeah. I felt like I recognized, like, his vibe. And then I found out that he was short round. Dude. And he was, like, he wasn't getting work for, like, a long time in Hollywood. And then he was, like, I might just move back to, I think he's might be from vietnam and he was gonna move back to wherever like he's from and then he saw crazy rich asians and he was like there's like roles for me and that's yeah. cool and oh, then that's so awesome yeah and then he got cast in this that's really awesome um god i just um you know i i like how when she's explaining the multiverse she almost explains it like when everything is possible and when everything has happened, nothing matters. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The characterization with, um, with Jobu Tupaki, um, was great. Where like, yeah, like she's not like a villain for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like she is experiencing every possible outcome for her life at the same time. On a bagel. On a bagel. Yeah. On a bagel. On a but bagel. like she's experiencing everything at all at once everywhere everything everywhere all at once she's experiencing her you know like her alpha timeline self but and she's also experiencing the timelines that are slightly different but also the ones that are wildly different she's experiencing the ones where like she's like locked up in a mental hospital she is experiencing the ones where dinosaurs are still around Mm -hmm. like like she's experiencing everything and like yeah, that's got to numb you. Like, what? Something bit. is going wrong in one universe? Who cares? Yeah. Um, I, I really love the scene where, um, again, I'm terrible with names, so I'm just going to sit called the husband and the wife. Yeah, Waymond and um, what, is the, what is the main lady's name? I thought it was like, not, not Rachel. It was like, um, what is anyway. It? They're running Evelyn. and they're Evelyn. Yeah. And they run into a, um, uh, like a conference room and he sees a bagel and he's like, bagel oh, yeah. cream cheese. Because here's the thing. Like if I'm exhausted and I've just like learned about this multiverse shit. Also, they and... killed off the cows in his universe. Yeah. Um, I'd go I'd nuts learn... for some dairy. Dude, I would fucking drop all the knowledge I know about the fucking universe or whatever and eat a fucking bagel yeah like i'm sorry bagels are delicious with cream cheese yeah they are especially if you get like a good bagel that's like from a from, from a like a like a mom and pop shop yeah they make fresh bagels yeah Bagel, bagels up. are good bagels are awesome that's bold of you to say it's not though <laughs> it's not yeah. at all but i, I um, like the message like like um the the daughter has a point when she's like yeah when you experience it when you experience everything like kind of feels like nothing matters like there's like so much going on and like you're just like an insignificant speck like you are a piece of turd and like nothing matters but then the the message ultimately is like i mean sure on a baseline nothing matters but like you can pick what matters 
Yeah, well, when like, when Evelyn like decides like I'm just gonna stay in this universe, stay in my lane, I'm gonna you know experience this life. You know, maybe I'll peek into a universe here and there, but like this is my life and I choose it, and I I choose that this matters. Yeah, well, I like how the movie looks into the, it like that, but also is like when nothing matters, you it's also liberating. Yeah, right. It's also very like hey, it it I, there's no wrong answer here. Yeah, like if you lose your job, like it can feel like, oh, I have I have nothing now, like I have no purpose. But now it's like you get to pick your purpose now. Like you get to, yeah. You don't even have to have a purpose. No, you can just like you can just vibe. Existence is enough. That's the thing. Like when I say it, like it kind of relates to millennials. Like it just links with so many different vibes. Yeah, yeah, and like there and is a connects- lot of hopelessness now, and. You know, a lot of it is external. A lot of it's internal. You know, the internal but stuff also, you can deal with. I like how this movie, it's not, um, there aren't any, any times you get to stop and breathe. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like the plot is constantly thickening and yeah. I love it. Right. It's always get it. There's always a new layer. There's always a new thing. There's always a new. Yeah. There's always villain. something around the corner that like changes the game. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And I like how even though it's like the power to hop universes, it's still it's not getting grandiose. It's still orbiting around this family. Yeah. Yeah, and it's still like it stays very human. Like even though yeah. Evelyn is like going through the multiverse, she's, you know, opening her mind to all of this stuff. Like she's still a person. You know what yeah. I mean? Where like she's like, "Oh, you're Jobu Tupaki. You're the reason my daughter thinks she's gay." Like, really? Yeah, that's I'm, that's where you're focused on right I now. I like how it was, that was almost like a pause. Like, you're we're, this is the universe where you're still hung up with the fact that I like girls. Yeah, she's she. Yeah, it's like you're going through all of this stuff. You're traveling the multiverse, but you're still homophobic. Like, you're still worried about this. Yeah. I showed you the everything bagel, and. <laughs> I showed you my everything bagel. Please respond. That sounds like a I showed you the everything <laughs> bagel, like the and you're still concerned by that. You still Dude. have social <laughs> conservatism left in you. As I'm going to call my butthole the everything bagel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. The characterization is great. Like, it's amazing. yeah, it really even is. though like this is all really high concept, it still feels very human and very personal. Well, even then, like, it's not even, like, you can decide, it's almost like the universes and stuff, it, it also relates to how you view the movie, too. You can mm-hmm. view it in different dimensions, really. Yeah. If you're someone who doesn't, if you just want to turn off your brain and see funny colors, perfect. That's this movie, Yeah. right? If you want to get, if you're in a very emotional mood, right? There's also about family. Yeah, there's a lot about there. About love about loss about the liberation of of uh of your choices not mattering right yeah if you want to get philosophical again the it's liberating when your choices don't matter yeah it's it's good sci-fi but it's also good drama and there's like good comedy in there too like it's a good mix Um, of different things it's great and it's and you know i just really like nod my head to like all the choreographers because like all these ninja scenes and fighting and oh, yeah. that <laughs> fighting with the butt been... plug in you, dude. 
food. That's something that like, I, I really liked about real. it. I know they didn't actually put a butt plug in him. I know. Um, but like that's that's something that I really what like if about. What wanted it? Like if he was just like, yeah, sure. Put for the realism. I'm, I'm a method actor. Funny. No man. one is a method actor when it comes to butt plugs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jared Leto. The Joker in this uh, uses really a bad dragon dildo the entire movie. Get on it. Oh, man. So you mentioned a a sex scene. Yeah, no, that was uh, I called Gavin earlier and I was like, hey, what, what did you think of the movie? Making sure that he actually watched it. And he was like, yeah, it's great. And uh, I love it. And I was like, what did you think of the gratuitous sex scene? There was actually and one then I sex hung scene. up. There was one sex scene. Yeah. When she's first going through the universes and it's kind of like cycling through. Mm-hmm. There's a universe with her husband on top of her. Oh, that's fucking. great. I didn't notice that. And I, the only reason I noticed that was because you mentioned a sex scene. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, is that what he's talking? Like, <laughs> I'm not sure if that's. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that was, that was my intention. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, like that, the whole like the, the fighting with the butt plugs and thing. That's something Dude. that I really love about the mechanics of it, where not only is it like yeah fucking who cares whatever but also i love that the mechanic (laughs) like the way to travel through the multiverse is to do the thing that you're least likely to do essentially the silliest thing that you could possibly do (laughs) like like pissing yourself or yeah stapling a receipt to your face or like you have the whole like the room full of the alphaverse people trying to get to the family and they're they're like doing jumping jacks licking the wall singing ave maria like just doing random shit that's great it's well, and also, then like Wayman and um, was it was it the daughter Wayman? with him? It's Wayman, yeah, with a W. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, Wayman, cool. Yeah, um, yeah, like him and I think he was with the daughter, right? And they were like trying to figure out why Evelyn is like doing weird Going stuff. Fucking, he's like cr- like nuts. He, he she does weird stuff and it gives her power. And it's like that sounds silly, but that's basically it. Like that is yeah, that's pretty, that's yeah. pretty much that dude. You, you that's essentially it. Scene. The Ratatouille scene fucking killed oh, me. Oh, yeah. Rakakuni. Rakakuni. And I honestly, I believe this to the depths of my soul that when the daughter was laughing about that, she was genuinely laughing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think she was like, no, I, yeah, yeah, that's funny. That was an outtake. That that's was great. like, yeah, for sure. Um, oh, man. I, I really like the husband, um, even though he's like in his main universe, like, not the Alfred universe, but like, his universe is kind of a pushover. Yeah. But I like how he, when he was like trying to push over the thing and Alpha Wayman was like, oh, this body is so weak. Yeah, that right. Was funny. Oh my gosh. Um, but like uh I one thing I thought was interesting was he was kind of a pushover, but it was he was only a pushover to preserve what he loves, which is his wife. Yeah. Right. And I like that it when shit got kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. He got to a point where it's just like divorce. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that wasn't even a result of anything in the movie that like that was just like he was he was he was fed up with it. Yeah. And I like Evelyn was like stifling him. Yeah. And she was kind of she was mean to him. Yeah. Like when when she first like travels like the multiverse and she sees her life without him. She's like, I want to I want to talk to him about this. Yeah. She's like, I want to tell him how how much he's fucked up my life. Like that also serves the characterization. It gives her flaws. Yeah. Like it makes well, her feel also, like a real person. Cause like again, real people can be like bad and mean. Yeah. Well, even so 
I, I mean, I think the reason we don't think about it like that on the constant is because we don't universe hop. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, imagine if you could yeah. see like people think about it all the time. Like, oh, what if this this situation turned out differently? But she actually gets to see that. Like that oh, would yeah, drive that, a person crazy. In the back of our heads, though, if we think about the choices that we've made, it's all speculation. We, oh, yeah. We, our, our brains don't actually give us credence on that. Yeah. Yeah. You can't like actually see like this is she's seeing concretely like this is definitively how it would have gone. Yeah. Like me thinking about whether or not I should have gone on a run yesterday is about as um uh, about as useful as wondering if the what if the sky was purple. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it has no bearing. Um, and you know, I I don't know. I just I like I like the I I want to get high and watch this. Again. Yeah. Like I want to get so fucking stoned out of my head and watch this again. Yeah, um, it's a great movie. I'd, I I would know, say best movie ever. I wouldn't say it's definitely up there. Like for this is real Gavin speaking. Yeah. Like it's definitely up there. I really enjoyed this movie. Um wh- where did you buy it? I just ordered a copy on Amazon. Oh. Cool. Yeah. I'm I'm going to I'm going to buy this movie. It's it's something that I feel like I've been looking for a movie that like is not like once you've seen it, you've seen it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It it definitely does like it, it does benefit from like repeat viewings because you notice more things. Like I watched it like twice. I watched it once uh, with Haley and, and our old roommate and her sisters. Yeah. And I watched it once with my mom, by the way, it, like she's bad at watching movies. She like goes on her phone and stuff. And I was like, okay, I am too. I'm terrible. Mom, mom, we're going to sit down and watch this. You're not going to go on your phone. You're going to digest Watch. the plot. You're going to ingest this movie and you're going to understand it. And like, she kept like being like, I don't get it. Like what's going on and to explain like, that's so thing. that's it's- a different Wayman. That's, that's another guy. Yeah. And she's like, what's, what is that? And I'm like, they're going to explain it. Why is he yeah. acting weird? They're going to explain it. We are two it. and a half minutes into the movie. So when I first, uh, watched the, like opening scenes and everything. Yeah. I thought that Wayman was a spy. Yeah. And he was like, I'm a Chinese spy. And you know, yeah. I, well, I like I, I knew the first time watching it, I knew it was like vaguely about the multiverse. I didn't know much about it, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't know what exactly was going on there, but like, yeah, with repeat viewings, you notice more things like you notice more like bagel imagery at, really? at the beginning. Yeah. There's like some, there's like a sign in the alpha verse. It's like hail the bagel. And, like, you know how, like, the bad guys have, like, the circles on their foreheads? Oh, I thought those were crescent moons. Yeah, I, well, I didn't know what it was, like, and then I, I still, I, I didn't make the connection the first time watching it, but then mm-hmm. watching it again, I was like, oh, that's because they, like, worship the bagel. Yeah, um, I liked, I think it was near the end where she had, like, a, like, a little eye on her. Yeah, she put the googly eye on her googly forehead. Eye on. Yeah, Dude, that's funny. I, again, yeah, like, when when I she love... was like embracing like Wayman's way of doing things, when she was yeah. like embracing kindness, because like she had ju- she was just fighting these people up to this point. She was only using violence, and she thought that Wayman was weak. And then he was like, "No, this is like this is my strength." Mm-hmm. She was like, "Oh, you make bake cookies for the tax auditor, and like what are, what are you doing that for?" But like that's why she goes easy on them. Yeah, exactly. And I think Wayman's a great example. Like just in my personal life too, you can get so much done just by, and not just as a, like a means to an end, just as 
just you will have a better existence basically if you you can get so much done and love what you do regardless what you're doing if you're just nice to people yeah just like just like not even like 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 overtly constantly happy like treating them with dignity just being nice to retail workers you know what just i mean just being nice to people can do a lot yeah right? and then like tasks don't become aren't tasks anymore they're favors right yeah. and you are happy to do it be- for the person because it makes them happy and then they're more comfortable showing you that it makes them happy yeah right and i just i love the fact that like i feel like Waymond is very good at making connections like that. Yeah. He puts like out guy, so many fires for Evelyn and she doesn't see it. Like yeah, he has been carrying thing. her for the past mm-hmm. like 20 years. Yeah. I, I like in the beginning where he starts dancing with that guy. Yeah. In the laundromat and they're dancing like, like, come on. I want a dude to dance with when I'm doing laundry. Yeah. That's cool. I like him. Um, the daughter's cool too. I, I think she brings up a lot of like, um, she, she reminds me of a lot of issues that, um, like our generation is kind of facing mm-hmm. the fact like our generation just kind of feels like we don't matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we just feel like we're being pushed to the side, but at the same time, um, it's also that again, I've said this a million times. It's also kind of liberating. If no one cares what you're doing, then do what you, what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah, there you can be like, Ew, nothing matters," or you can be like, "Bro, nothing matters." That's pretty cool. Hey, cool! That, like, make the best awesome. of a bad situation. And I think that's very much like a Waymond way of looking at things. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't care that he. I mean, I, he cares, but he doesn't. It doesn't ruin his day that his wife's an ass to him. Doesn't ruin his day that they're being audited. Doesn't ruin his day that he works at a laundromat that's probably not making a profit. Yeah, he like embraces his situation. And he's just, and he tries to remove, or not remove, extract kindness from it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like this movie. Definitely not emoji movie level. What I I say, like, out of all of the movies, I mean, I'm definitely out of the last, like, five years. Um, I mean, forever, like, of all time, I mean... Maybe definitely past ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's great. It's a, it's definitely yes. I maybe, yeah, I agree. Mm. Definitively, I think my answer is yeah. I think in the absence of possible ways of thinking, maybe yes. Look, maybe, I think uh, in twenty perhaps. years we're gonna look back on this movie. You know, I I might watch it in twenty years. When did this come out? This year, it like I think it's still in theaters. Really? Because I remember seeing an ad for it. Yeah, it's it's really recent. Um, like this, uh, yeah, it's still in studios, it's still in theaters. Right? Hmm? Like a a twenty four studios, right? Yeah, yeah. So this is like an indie movie, I think. That's really cool. Yeah, I really liked it. I, yeah, you know, it came out I in March see, of this year. Yeah, I can. Oh, I love it. I can see why. Um, they got like a decent cast too because mm-hmm. it is genuinely a good move. It's, it's, I, I don't know how I'm going to keep gushing about this, but it's just a really good movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. It's, um, it's like diverse too. Like it's not just another movie about a white guy being impressive. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it's like I well, just I also I, I like I like diversity and I you know I don't I don't want to be like another white guy podcaster trying to like say how diversity should be done. But like I like, like this, you know, like talking about diversity after watching like Jason Bourne. Yeah. <laughs> but like you know you know what I mean, we're like a lot of like <clears throat> like cynical like studio execs are like we have to like you know corner this market or whatever so we got to like you know have this number of this demographic this number of this demographic like this is like like the cast is like mostly like chinese and like that's because yeah. they're a chinese family yeah like that yeah. and it, and it yeah, plays I mean, into the plot like the woman like evelyn's background like it's specifically about her coming from china being an, an immigrant in america mm-hmm. and like you know it partly it's it's about like her experiences in America. I I don't know what state, probably California. So yeah. And like, I feel like that style, like the seventies California style is coming back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, like mustard yellow looking walls and the, you know, the, you know, those, um, like the sheets of, of fake wood that they would put on the the wood walls. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I just feel like all that, style and color mixed with the randomness of kind of our generation mixed with the nihilism of our generation with the you know i I don't know i don't know i don't know what i'm going on about but i just really liked it really like this movie yeah yeah I, i want i want more movies like this you know it doesn't all have to be white guys you know being awesome or whatever like you know let let more people be in and make movies. You know, I think like it's, it's that it, simple. It's not forced diversity. It's not Hollywood going woke. It's just including more people. And I think that's good. You know, I think not to, I mean this in a very like neutral like way. I think we'll reach a point of like true diversity when no one brings up that there's a difference. Sure. But like in a neutral, like sure, it's not- yeah. I, ideally, it wouldn't matter, but that would have to be in a universe where there wasn't this history of racial discrimination, and you know, right. Hollywood being a white guys club. Well, that's what I mean. Like, like, yeah. Ideally, when- it would be the case that you know it doesn't matter, and it's just you know whoever's like you the best at the job out- does it or whatever. Like, ideally, like that would be the out- case. Like, like you can point out that someone's black or Asian or Indian or, or what whatever race they may be but that holds no credence as to um any intense message of unity that's not already there you know what i mean mm, i think I, I think i get what you're saying yeah it's not so much like it's not so much like it's good like that it's a you know whatever race doing it it's it's i think it's good that a group that has been excluded is being included more yeah, Agreed. it's it's simple as that. It's it's good when people are included in art. Yeah, and that's and bold of good. me to say. That's my hot that is, take. That's bold of you to say. It's it's good when um, now that I've gone woke, I sure hope I don't go broke <laughs> or get canceled or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, I uh I, I like when when groups just get the the opportunity to be represented. Yeah. 
but represented on their terms in a way that makes them feel normal. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a big part of it. Like it's like diversity is fine, but like if it's white people still in charge and writing, you know, diverse characters, it can feel like real tokeny. It can feel Mm -hmm. like, like you're playing with a dollhouse of diversity. Yeah. Um, which I mean is objectively what a movie is. Sure. You know, but you know what I mean? Dolls. It's like like you know if a I mean? like, like if a white person is writing like diverse characters, it can feel like yeah. someone is just playing with like a doll of an Asian person and a doll of a black person and like mm-hmm. playing pretend with them. Like it's Yeah, it, it's like you're it's like you you're saying like on their terms. Like it should be yeah. not just, you know, more people like more demographics on the screen but also behind the camera and writing yeah for yeah. sure yeah yeah definitely a movie so i would say best movie ever for sure um definitely for sure yeah um and maybe you know wow that's very bold yeah for you to say for, of, of you yeah to say. yeah wow Anyway, oh, you're so, uh, you're so next, brave, next week's movie. What are we going to watch next week? Oh, what was it? That, uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. All right. And I'm going to see speaking if that's of white guys. on anything. <laughs> yeah, speaking of diversity, here's a movie from the 90s about white guys. Granted, um, it is in Europe, so like, and I'm the not title surprised. is vaguely homophobic. That's great. Um, da- oh, Dave Chappelle is in it. That's cool. Yeah. What and a, what a great non controversial guy. Remember, uh, um, oh, I do remember his cameo, dude. I, wow. That was a memory that was in the back of my head and has been there on the shelf for a good decade. Yeah. A good decade. I, (laughs) wow. Anyway, so it's on Google play, Apple TV, voodoo, Amazon prime, and YouTube. You have to rent it for $4. Um, so That's suck it up i guess um or you yeah. can find it on dvd somewhere it's probably really cheap if you want to get it on like ebay or something but yeah. that's what we're going to talk about next week so freaking spoiler alert yeah yeah anyway recommendations of the week if you have anything add it um i have a few things i have one video game one tv show and one youtube video so a very um very diverse set of recommendations so uh gavin you've never been a playstation guy um actually playstation was my first console okay what which one was it ps2 okay so you haven't played spider-man ps4 have you don't believe i have now okay well it but i did a little bit play spider-man for the ps2 yeah so that's a different game uh yeah actually same genre though yeah um but no, so Spider-Man PS4, it's a great game. I got my PS4 to play that game. Um, it's great. And um, the Spider-Man Remastered was just released on PC. And it's great. It's the PS5 version. So it has like all the updated visuals and stuff. And it includes the DLC. Uh, and it's on Steam. And it's really good. Um, so, you know, if you haven't played Spider-Man and you're like on the fence about it, definitely buy it um even if you're like a little bit interested in it it's i can say for sure it is worth it uh especially if you haven't played it before 
Uh, it runs pretty well, actually. Um, yeah. On my on my PC, at least, it like barely uses the GPU. It uses a lot of CPU, but like it's pretty well optimized. And I'm playing with like the highest settings with ray tracing turned on. So like, I mean, for for all of that, like I, I get decent frame rates. Uh, doesn't use a lot of my GPU even with ray tracing. So it's pretty well optimized. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, it's it's great. Uh, it actually also has support for the PlayStation Five controller. So like you know how it has like the the triggers have like weird like haptic feedback and they have like mm-hmm. f- like a f- like a basically like the the tension of the triggers adjusts based on like what you're playing. Yeah. Yeah. So it has support for yeah. that on PC, which is cool. Uh, yeah. My next recommendation is I was talking to Gavin about this show last night. It's the rehearsal. Uh, it's a show on HBO Max hosted by Nathan Fielder from Nathan For You. So if you've seen Nathan For You, it's it's a similar vibe, but this is like even like <laughs> crazier. <laughs> the The way that I discovered it is I saw on Twitter someone said Nathan Fielder's The Rehearsal is the first psychological comedy. <laughs> and I actually watched the That's first five true. episodes back to back last night. The sixth one is coming out this friday actually the day that this is uh gonna be coming out um yeah it's great i can't wait for the finale like the so the first episode stands on its own and i was telling gavin about it last night um but then like the next few kind of like tie together and they string together more and there's more of a an overarching narrative Uh, i don't want to go into spoilers too much but it's great and I, Gavin, you should watch it because I really want to talk about it on the show with you. Yeah, no, I'll probably watch it today. All right. Yeah, it's it's really good. Um, yeah. The first episode, I, I can talk about that one because it's not too, like, spoilery for the rest of the show. Just to, like, give you an idea of what it's like. So the, the premise of the show, it's called The Rehearsal. And the idea is that people tell Nathan their problems like the guy in the first episode is like, hey, I'm on this trivia team with a few other people. They all have master's degrees. And I kind of lied and I said that I had a master's degree, even though I only have a bachelor's degree. And, you know, I'm worried about how that could affect our friendship. I don't want to lie to them, but I want to tell them I want to tell them the truth. But I'm worried about, you know, their reactions. And so, you know, Nathan goes to his house, talks to him about it. And he, you know, cracks a joke here and there. He's like, oh, door central over here. You know? And you know, goes through his house and sits down with the guy. And he was like, so doing my show, Nathan, for you, I got really good at, you know, planning out how interactions were going to go. But, you know, you know, for this show, I, I, I wanted to get a better, you know, idea. So, you know how the gas company came to your house a few days ago? Um, and he was like, yeah. He was like, well, that was actually my crew. Uh, there was no gas leak. They were, uh, they were, they were getting a digital map of your entire house, and we built a set based on that map. And then I hired an actor to play you. <laughs> and then I, I ran through this conversation with him, and I mapped out a flowchart of how it was going to go. And I, I workshopped my jokes that I was going to say, and like it cuts to footage of him rehearsing. Like doing the same interactions, but with the actor on the set. It's ridiculous. It's great. Like the commitment that this show goes to, where he builds multiple sets that are like intricately mapped out. It's great. Um, and then like another part of the episode is, uh, he's trying to get the information about one particular member of the trivia group from this guy, 
And so he, but he's not giving up the information. And Nathan is like, well, I got to like build a stronger connection with this guy so I can get him to like, you know, open up to me. So I'm going to take him skeet shooting. You know, it's like where you shoot the like clay discs or whatever. And then, you know, it shows the footage of them at the place and, you know, they're shooting and they're both missing a lot. You know, they're not getting any hits. And he's like, wow, we're both really bad at this, aren't we? <laughs> um, you know, they're connecting. And Nathan's like, in, in the voiceover, he's like, so I had it arranged that they were going to load the guns with blanks before we got there. <laughs> so we could both be bad about it and bond over how bad we are at this. <laughs> it's great. Um, I, I, I don't want to do spoilers too much, but I, I kind of... I want to tell you about the end gag at the end of the last ep- or the end of the first episode. So, <laughs> um, this doesn't ruin it at all, by the way. But it, it's it'll still be funny if you watch it. I still recommend watching it. He's talking to the guy at the you know at the end of all of this. Um, you know they go through the whole thing. And the episode is you know it's wrapped up, and he's talking. Nathan is talking to the guy, and he's like, you know, you you did great today, and you did you know great with this, and then you know he says. Look, earlier, you know, when you were doing the trivia thing, you know, the, the trivia night, I subtly fed you the answers um, on our daily walk. Um, so you would be, you know, primed to be able to answer the questions correctly. And, you know, I, I know you don't like cheating, but it's really not cheating, you know, because you didn't know. And then, you know, <laughs> it, cuts to, it cuts to the actor playing the guy. And he's like doing the reaction and you're like oh you you son of a bitch you you i didn't want this and you're bad and i hate you and then it cuts back to like nathan's face and he's like you're a good guy and then it cuts back to the real guy and he's like thanks he rehearsed the entire interaction (laughs) it's great (laughs) so yeah it, it is a psychological comedy like that's that's the long and short of it it's a great show i highly recommend watching it great and then my last recommendation is the video that i was talking about earlier why elon musk couldn't save free speech goes into the the history of you know the idea of free speech goes into the history of twitter talked about how twitter at first marketed itself as like hey we don't do moderate we don't do content moderation here and you can say whatever you want but then like obviously like that isn't sustainable so they had to change it and like people like elon musk and his sycophants don't they you know they didn't learn from that i guess they don't remember that i don't don't know but it's a great video from tom nicholas it's great i have a recommendation i have been um getting into not necessarily like fallout nfts but the (laughs) i know you're only original fuck you But um, I, I haven't been getting into like the follow up games, but I have been getting into their their lore and their storylines and their plots. Yeah, there's some thick lore in there. It's great. It's really good. And I feel like it has the same energy a little bit kind of as um, the movie we watched as like some things don't make sense. And mm-hmm. it's supposed to be like, fuck it, because, you know, fuck yeah, it's you. this like high concept sci fi stuff. Yeah, like like it's Nuka-Cola's- also a video game, you know? Yeah. But like Nuka Cola is like radioactive, and it's like, won't that hurt you? Fuck you. Yeah, everything is radioactive. It's Fallout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. There are a lot of really good YouTube channels that can tell stories like that very well. Yeah. Um. And I recommend that you go out into the world and do that. Yeah. Um. 
I've been playing Minecraft. <laughs> as far as the Fallout games go, I started with Fallout 4. I played a bit of that. It, I didn't finish it, but I played mm-hmm. through all of Fallout 3 and some of New Vegas. And yeah, definitely Fallout 3 is pretty good. So if it, if it interests you, um, it can run on a freaking potato. So like get it on Steam. It goes on sale a lot. You can get it like with the DLC for like under $10. Wow. So I'd yeah, I'd say it's worth it. Gavin, even you could run it. Like it it's an old game. Like you'll be I able know, to run it sur- on your laptop. My Surface Pro can play Minecraft. I'm pretty sure it it can it can do Fallout. Yeah. But like Fallout 3 is like one of like the first person shooter ones. It's not like the yeah. top down. It's not games. like yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, so like it's a fun game. I would recommend it. I can't really speak to the quality of the other ones. New Vegas is like the fan favorite. And it's like mechanically, it's the same as Fallout Three, basically. Yeah, I've th- I've heard a lot of shit about New Vegas. Yeah, I mean it's it's generally regarded as the best game. Um, you know, it's has a lot of like factions and stuff, and you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of stuff in it. I don't, I I played barely any of it, so I can't speak to the quality of it. Mm-hmm. But it's supposed to be good. And I don't know about you, but I I think that's the show. I think that's the show. That's a wrap. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of What Have You To Say. If you liked it, (laughs) that's what I have to say. Uh, Subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Turn on notifications. Turn on automatic downloads. Infinitely happy that I (laughs) I introduced that sound to you. Follow me on social media. Don't follow. Don't follow me. I'm trying to get to the other page on the sound. I see you. Don't follow Gavin anywhere. Follow me only. Yeah, John freaking John, John, stop it. Uh, <laughs> subscribe the to the Clips channel. I post clips every so often. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Don't subscribe to Gavin's because he doesn't have one. I don't have one. Yeah, quite frankly. And have a good 9 a.m. through 9 p.m. Our official business hours. Let's oh, jump out of go. this. Also, leave us a review. But, yeah, you know, do that. If you want to. And give me a hug. Yeah. Don't give me a hug. I don't know you, quite frankly. Unless I do. In which case, still ask first. Yeah, I mean, yeah. don't touch me don't. if I don't consent. Yeah, on second thought, do not touch me. 